lifestyle choices, and environmental factors impact your brain health and the physiology and psychology of your mental health. When you're ready to turn your brain on to get your game on, listen to In Your Head Radio. Now here's your host, Lee Richardson. So thanks for being with me today. Today I've got a really fun show. It's not only educational, but we're going to have some fun. I've got Brad Yates. He's known internationally for his creative and often humorous use of emotional freedom techniques, EFT, also known as tapping. Brad is the author of the best-selling children's book, The Wizard's Wish, the co-author of the bestseller, Freedom at Your Fingertips, and a featured expert in the film, The Tapping Solution. He's also been a presenter at a number of events, including Jack Canfield's Breakthrough to Success. He's done teleseminars with the secret stars, Bob Dole and Dr. Joel Vlati. And he's been heard internationally on a number of internet radio talk shows. He has over a thousand videos on YouTube that have been viewed over six billion time, million times. And there is more information about him online, and we'll share that with you later. Brad, thank you so much for being with me today. Oh, my pleasure, Lee. Thank you for having me on. Well, you know, I get excited when I can think of when I can share information and give people skills that they can that they can use when they need them. That will benefit. You know, I wrote a book: Turn Your Brain On to Get Your Game On. In anything that we can share with people to help them get their game on, I am all about. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's what I love about tapping is it's such a simple tool for being able to uh, get our brains on even in uh, challenging immediate situations. Absolutely. So, you know, tapping, I've I've known it as EFT, as, as tapping. What do most people refer to it as? Nowadays, tapping is probably the most frequent use. Uh, EFT, emotional freedom techniques, is one of the most uh, prevalent modalities of tapping, but there are several, including thought field therapy and a a number of other variations based on on thought field therapy. So a lot of us just simply call it tapping because it simply is a matter of tapping with our fingertips primarily on our face and torso. Okay, well, thank you for clearing that clarifying that for me. And I'm just curious, what got you to start tapping? <laughs> How does a grown man find himself tapping on his face for a living? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I actually started as an actor and had traveled the world doing theater. I uh, went to Hollywood to be a movie star, as one does. And while I was there, I met a woman, fell in love, and got married. And when our first child was on the way, I thought, I might need a backup career. <laughs> Even though I'd played a doctor on Days of Our Lives, it was not enough to support a family on, and uh, I had always been fascinated by the power of the mind, so when I saw an advertisement for hypnotherapy school, I thought, you know, that might be an interesting uh, interesting use of my theatrically trained voice, and started doing that and building a small hypnotherapy practice while I was still pursuing acting, and a couple years later, when our second child was on the way, I realized that as much as I loved acting, doing personal development work was really my calling. So I decided to go all in on that. And right about that time, through some other hypnotherapists, I heard about this energy psychology conference going on and this tapping process that this guy, Gary Craig, was teaching called EFT. And I thought, all right, let me let me test this out. And just fell in love with it and started introducing it into my hypnotherapy sessions, 
And then little by little, they, they became tapping sessions. That's so interesting. And so obviously you use tapping to help people make better choices and get better results, correct? Absolutely. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. So we make our choice. We're, we're making choices constantly in every single moment. Right now, at some unconscious, somewhat conscious and somewhat unconscious level, I'm choosing what words I say. And then we have other choices about what we eat, the actions we take, how we move towards one goal or towards another. And so many of the choices we make are done at an emotional level, we're trying to comfort ourselves, trying to avoid pain, trying to move around fear. And so we don't even realize how little freedom of choice we actually have based on our emotional state, based on our mental state, based on the programming that we have. And so often it has to do with our stress response when we're looking at what's in front of us. So tapping, uh, you know, which is a simple process of tapping these acupuncture points, same points that have been used in acupuncture for thousands of years, the, the main thing it does is downregulate our stress response. It, it balances out the nervous system so that when we are facing uh, a choice, we can calm down the stress response and allow us to make uh, a healthier choice, a better choice, rather than the one that we have a gut reaction of, oh, I need to avoid fear, I need to avoid pain. And then we just have a freedom to make much better choices. So it, it sounds like I use breathing a lot in my practice to help people kind of focus themselves and to calm down. And it sounds like that you use the tapping in a very similar way. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's deep breathing is a wonderful way to allow ourselves to sort of reset our nervous system and calm ourselves down. Tapping is just a, a different way of using the body's natural systems to uh, clear out that stress and give us more freedom to think more clearly. You know, one of the reasons that I've always appreciated breathing is it is so simple. But at the same time, it's one of the, the hardest things for me to get people to do is to practice their breathing. It's gotten better because there's some fun apps out there now and however you can get your, your breath rate and your heart rate to dance together. I am all for that because then you're creating heart rate variability and wellness. How difficult do you find it to get people to do the tapping? Is it something pretty easy? Well, it it depends. Uh, I, I totally hear you on getting people to do something. Even And with breathing, it's like they're already doing it. You're asking them to take something they're, they're doing constantly and do it in a more conscious way. Uh, I'm asking people to do something that not only is unfamiliar, it uh, is something that a lot of people give you strange looks for if, if you're doing it in public. And even if we're doing it in private, a lot of people still feel silly. I, in my, in my um, time as an actor, I had attended Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Clown College. So when I learned tapping, it wasn't the strangest thing I'd ever been asked to do. So I had a little bit of a, a head uh, start in terms of that. But some people are very open to it. Uh, it's great teaching it to kids and because kids are much more open to things. But there are a lot of folks out there who are you know, ready, ready to let things get better. And they're willing to take a chance on looking a little bit silly with the tapping. 
Well, I'm all about looking silly. If that's <laughs> if that is the worst thing that I have to think about, I am all in for sure. So you can, I guess you can do it wherever you are. Could I do it right here, sitting at my desk? Absolutely. I there's almost any place you can do it. I. You know, there have been times like I, I've been on airplanes where if it gets really bumpy, it's like, you know what? I'm starting to feel a little nervous here. I'm going to calm myself down and I'll tap and I don't worry about if people look at me. Uh, some people, you know, may find that, that they may be less likely to do that. There are certain places. I Ideally, I would love to see this at some point where people just know about this and they use this to calm down their nervous system when they're in meetings, because so many great possible outcomes of meetings are derailed because people have uh, an emotional response that uh, that upsets themselves and other people. So if people were tapping during meetings, a lot more could be done. But at the moment, until, until it's that readily uh, acceptable, there may be meetings you might be in that it might not uh, be in your best interest to tap, obviously. Although the great thing about tapping is you can, you can also just sometimes just rub or even gently hold these meridian points and, and breathe and get some great benefits as well. And, uh, and a lot of the other people around you are none the wiser. So let's talk about the meridian points, because it's my understanding you have some on your face. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. There are there are meridian points all over the body. So the meridians are these pathways of energy that have that were identified, you know, several thousand years ago in, in China. And now there is more modern research validating that and looking at this primovascular system that uh, that matches up with those meridians and this flow of energy through the body that this this energy gets stuck when we are in a stressful situation. So they identified key points, and you can even take a galvanometer and find that these are points of lower electrical resistance. So they are, uh, it's not just random, there are, it is actually a, a system in our body. And by stimulating these points, so with a needle and acupuncture or with our fingertips and acupressure or tapping, we uh, send a signal to the brain, a calming signal that, uh, that allows us to feel better. And how long do you have to tap? Is it continuous? <clears throat> Is it something that, you know, you can maybe for two minutes, you can go through the tapping process and you can start to feel a calmer sense? Yeah, and it depends on the situation. But yes, there and we have all kinds of research now validating the benefits Uh so many possible benefits, including um, boosting your immune system, lowering cortisol, the stress hormone in the body. And so any any tapping that you do is beneficial. So like with your breathing, it's you can, you know, if someone takes one deep breath, they're going to be benefits to that. Now doing a more prolonged breathing exercise can yield even greater benefits. But every little bit that we do is beneficial. And, and I recommend it on a daily basis, even if it's just for a couple of minutes. Uh, my goal is to get tapping to be as routine as brushing your teeth, because brushing your teeth is physical hygiene. And we tend to do it whether we know that we need it or not. Most people brush for their teeth in the morning and at night and then throughout the day as needed. You know, very rarely do we look at our teeth in the morning and go, yeah, they look relatively clean. I don't need to brush my teeth today. And then wait until people are holding their noses around us and go, oh, okay, maybe now I need to do that. 
So it's the same with stress. Stress is always building up. So to to do it even before we're aware that we need it can be so beneficial. Well, and I think the one thing that the state that we are all in, we recognize that we've we need to slow down. We need to take some of the stress out of our life. And honestly, I look at 2024. I look at every election year as a particularly stressful year. Yes. I, I see it at the Brain Performance Center. I see people's anxiety rates go up, depression go up, family relationships come into play. Yes. So, I mean, when I saw, I thought about the show, I thought, what a great time. Let's start off 2024 just putting some simple things into our life that can make it a whole lot better. Yes. I've actually created uh, several tapping videos uh, during election years. like four years ago, eight years ago, uh, 12 years ago, I think when I first started, did my first one, uh, because of the emotions that come up and the anxiety that's come up, uh, I've done a lot of um, YouTube and Facebook live presentations for the stress and anxiety that's come up during a number of uh, global events, wars going on during the pandemic, uh, certainly during election years, to to try to help downregulate that stress. Because the problem is that when we get stressed, we we go into fight or flight, and the prefrontal cortex of our brain, our, our the rational part of our brain, pretty much goes offline, and we go into fight or flight. And it may be extreme, it may be more subtle than we realize. And so, when we're experiencing that stress, we're not thinking at our best. We're not making the best decisions. And so we want to have these techniques, tapping, breathing. There are a lot of different ways for us to downregulate that stress response so that we can get back into the prefrontal cortex and go, okay, let me look at what's the best choice here. What's really going to work out best for myself and others? And I think that people, everybody's looking to have some fun at the same time. Yes. (laughs) We need to lighten up. Anything that can bring more laughter and into my life, I'm looking forward to. And the thought of watching somebody just so talk me through a tapping session. Where yeah, do, I mean, where do I start? We have, like you said, we have meridians of energy going all through our body. Yeah, absolutely. And there are points all over the body. These meridians are up and down the body. So uh, Dr. Roger Callahan, uh, who developed thought field therapy and had been studying acupressure identified eight points that he mainly used. And so the, the when, we, when we start a process, we look at generally, what is the thing that's bothering us? So we might say, uh, I'm, really, I'm really nervous about the elections, or I'm really upset about this argument I just had with my boss. And we'd maybe rate it on a scale of zero to 10 as to how upset it is. And, and if possible, try to identify where we feel that. It might be a tension in our shoulders. It may be a knot in our stomach. So if we can identify how intense it is and where it is in our body, that just gives us a benchmark so that we can see if we're making progress with the uh, technique. So then we would, with our uh, the fingertips of our index and middle finger, so go ahead and take your, your dominant hand. And okay. with your uh, fingertips, gently tap on the edge of your opposite hand. So right between your wrist and your pinky, the edge of your hand, the, the knife edge, just gently tapping right there in the middle. Tapping with, would, any, with any finger? With, with the uh, fingertips of the index and middle finger. Okay. 
and and we would make a statement of self-acceptance because what we resist persists. So we want to be able to acknowledge it. Um, like you just said, Lee, about we're aware that we have these feelings. Unfortunately, at some level, we're aware of it, but so many of us are in denial about that. And so we're walking around with levels of stress that we don't acknowledge, and that leads to all kinds of unfortunate circumstances. So, so we want to be able to say, yes, I have this issue. So I might tap the side of my hand and say, even though I'm nervous about this election year, I choose to love and accept myself. And then we'd, we'd say that three times, just saying, hey, I'm gonna, I choose to love and accept myself even though I'm experiencing this. Then we would move to the eyebrow point. So right, right at the beginning of your eyebrow on either side, just uh, right near the center of your face, gently tapping there. And we generally tap these points between five and 10 times. It's not an exact science, so don't worry about getting it right, but just, it just gives you sort of an idea. So right where that third eye is. Yeah, just a little bit below into the side, right, okay. right uh, near the beginning of your eyebrow. Okay. So we generally tap there, and we repeat what it was that's bothering us. So this this fear about the elections, or you know this stress about this report, this anger at Bob, whatever it might be, <laughs> that's bothering us. Now, how did uh, you know my husband's name was Bob? <laughs> I do my research, Lee. <laughs> I'm like, when you said that, I'm like, yeah, I better start tapping. Yeah. There we go. You know, I always say that I, every time I do that, it's like, okay, who's going to say, I, I, my name is Bob. Um, uh, and you can also, even if you're not aware of, uh, I, I may not be aware, oh, I'm angry at Bob. I may be aware of, I, there's something going on, but I'm just aware of, you know, this, this tightness in my neck. So we could even make the statement, even though I have this tightness in my neck. So we can sometimes we can tap on physical issues and get an emotional relief that we didn't even exper uh, expect. Sometimes we'll tap on an emotional issue, and uh, and we'll get a physical release that we weren't aware of. I've many times tapped with somebody on some emotional thing. They say, "Wow, that feels so much better." And look, my I can lift my arm. My arm was feeling really tight before, and uh, so it's really interesting how the mind body is connected. Oh, it is. I always say the body keeps score of everything going on in the brain. Absolutely. Uh, we, you know, it's all connected. So we hold it in so many places. That's why tapping is so effective because it's a, a, a somatic process. We're using the body instead of just talking uh, through the brain. So, anyway, so we're tapping the eyebrow point and saying, um, you know, whatever this issue is, about five, 10 times. Then we move out through, uh, across the eyebrow to the corner of your eye, right there at the corner of your eye socket. Okay. The, the side of your eye and gently yep. tap in there and say, this anger at Bob. <laughs> then we I move. love Bob. I'm not angry <laughs> at Bob. There we go. So this, this, this fear about this election year. <laughs> um, so we, then we go right under the middle of the eye right uh, around the edge of the eye socket, just okay. above the cheek. Yeah. Tap there and say all this, all this fear, all this stress. Then right below the nose, just above your upper lip, okay. gently tap in there and say all this nervousness. Right below your lower lip, just above your chin, tap in there, all this nervousness. Then right, uh, right where your collarbones just about come together, there's a little U shape at the base of your throat, mm -hmm. and uh, there's a there's a 
acupuncture point right there on the end of either uh, collarbone point, sometimes we'll just tap with all the fingertips or even make a fist and tap right where the collarbones just about come together to tap that area. Do you have to be tapping directly on the skin or can you tap on cloth? It's okay for these for these points uh, on the torso. It, it's okay if there's it. That's the great thing about the, the tab because of the percussion. It, it hits a larger area and can be stimulating. Whereas with acupuncture, we have to be very precise with a tiny needle. <laughs> so we're still getting the benefits and stimulating even if it's through uh, fabric. Next point is about four inches below the armpit. So that's right about bra strap level. And I'm sure okay. even the guys listening can figure out where that is. Absolutely. <laughs> Tapping there and say all this nervousness. And then finally, the top of your head. So I like to use all of my fingertips and tap around a little circle around the crown of the head and say all this nervousness. we we'll take a deep breath. Let it go. And then I'll have the folks uh, checking again with whatever the issue was. Anger at Bob, nervous about the election year, this tightness in my neck, whatever it might be, and then write it again. And generally the number comes down. Sometimes it'll go from an eight to a zero like that. More often it's a, it's a more gradual process. And there are even times where after the first tapping round, someone might say, well, it went from an eight to a nine, not because the tapping has made it worse, but because the person is now more aware of it. And when we're tapping, it's often like peeling the layers of the onion. So we get more awareness. So I might have said, oh, I'm nervous about this election year. And while tapping, I might be clearing that nervousness, but then I might become aware of some fear that I've been trying to ignore trying to push down. And as I've done some clearing on the surface feelings, I'm now feeling safer to be aware of those things that I'm really afraid of. So what's coming up is not, it's not that I am experiencing more of the fear I had before, but I'm experiencing something else that I hadn't allowed myself to be aware of. And then we'd continue tapping and ideally get more specific about what's coming up. And then we can feel the reduction in that upset. So a tapping session can go anywhere from three minutes to 20 minutes question mark <laughs> or the full day workshops where i tap <laughs> people for eight hours <laughs> uh yeah it depends and time time allowing it you know it's like uh, people often ask how long is it going to take to to get this feeling and it's like well how long is it going to take to wash your hands well, you know, if you've just been uh, working in the garden, you have a little bit of soil in your hands, it might take a, a minute or so. If you've been working on your car and you've got grease on your hands, it might take a little bit longer. So, you know, we do what we can. So if I don't have longer to, to get the upset from a 10 down to a zero, I get it down as far as I can. But even if I'm, if I'm at a you know, an eight, nine or 10 in terms of how upset I am, and I can get that down to a six or a seven, it's going to be beneficial. I want to get it down to as low as I can, but any relief that we can get is going to have all kinds of benefits for us psychologically and physiologically. So for stress release, I definitely see how this is something that could that could play into everybody's everyday life. But what about something that somebody that's facing a bigger challenge like an addiction? Is this a technique that could be applied? 
Absolutely. I taught at Sacramento Drug Court for three years, uh, a weekly course on tapping for recovery, because so much of what drives an addiction is an attempt to calm down stress, to deal with some kind of anxiety. And so to have a, a very simple tool that's literally right there at your fingertips to alleviate that really uh, increases the chances of being able to stay in recovery and, and avoid uh, a much more harmful attempt to solve the immediate problem. Is there in your YouTube library online, is there anything on tapping for people with addictions? I have tapping on cravings and habits. I have uh, I have a website called <laughs> called tappingintogod.org, which was a combination of 12 steps and EFT. Uh, after I'd done the, the course at uh, Sacramento Drug Court, I um, had presented a workshop on integrating EFT with the 12 steps. Because I think having a program like 12 steps that can help people um, work through their, their addiction and not do it alone is beneficial. But the tapping is a, is a great way to take care of yourself in the meantime. Well, thank you for sharing that, because I do know that, you know, dry January is a time of year where we all stop and look at our personal lifestyle choices. And maybe we realize that we're experiencing an abundance of a lifestyle choice and we want to stop and think about how we change that. And that came to mind when we were talking. I'm like, this is something that could really just be helpful for people to get over a hump. Um Absolutely. It's for me, it's about clearing the resistance. So whenever we want to make a change, the extent to which we're not making the changes we want or we say we want is the extent to which we're resisting it because the fears, the fears of what we're losing, the fears of what might come. And that's all comes that shows up as a stress response. So to have a simple technique for being able to downregulate that and say, you know what, I, I could handle this change. I can do this. That that is such a great technique for people to have. And, and I like the fact, I mean, you've written children's books about it. And, and I think what a great gift to give your child Absolutely. a tool that they can use going through school, going through high school, going through college, and then getting into the real world and just having that, that built in instead of hollering or kicking the wall or, well, so, not in the holler and cock in the wall, but also the decisions that we make as children when something uncomfortable happens. You know, someone steals a toy from us and we might decide, oh, I guess I'm not worthy of nice things. And we make this decision that might shape so many decisions throughout our lives and we limit our experience to be able to have a tool to calm that down and, and, and clear up any misunderstanding and say, yeah, this was unfortunate this happened, but it doesn't mean that you can't have nice things. And we can really uh, build self-esteem or, or rather save self-esteem from being destroyed um, by all kinds of little events. And the changes that can make over a lifetime are remarkable. Well, that is such good for our listeners to know. We've got about three minutes left. And so far, listeners out there that want to learn more about you, that want to learn about the books, where do they go? How do they find you? Yeah, the simplest way is to go to tapwithbrad.com. And I have all kinds of resources there. Uh, I have a free five-day program called Tap Into Your Best Self. 
for building self-esteem. So that's a great way to start. There's links to my uh, YouTube channel. And I, I'm totally with you, Leon, in terms of laughter. You know, I, again, I'm a graduate from, of Clown College, so I like to bring a lot of humor into my work. It's the uh, it's the spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down. So I hope people will find the, the videos on YouTube, uh, as well as the programs on my site, very, um, very lighthearted as even though they can go very deep on getting relief. Well, you know, you make a really good point, Brad. We tend to take this so seriously. And and then when we realize, oh, this is a serious issue I'm having, we make it more serious. And I think that if we can keep a light heart about it and recognize that it's right there, it's right there in your control. It's at your fingertips, so to speak. That Absolutely. when somebody tells me it's at your fingertips, really? I mean... <laughs> That's you mean anywhere I go, I have access to that. So for someone that may be on the move a lot and is thinking, you know, I might I might start tapping. Give us 30 seconds of advice for what you would tell them. The, the simplest thing is just allow yourself to, to start doing it. And you can even tap on one point. So don't worry about going through all of the points in any situation where you're starting to feel stress come up to either be tapping the collarbone point or anything that feels comfortable, that even without saying any words will start to downregulate the stress response. I, and you may not be consciously aware of it, but, uh, but as I said, we have research showing the benefits. So just allowing yourself to know you're making a difference for yourself and that will make a difference for others. And so thank you for doing that. Well, for our listeners out there, I wanna remind you that Brad had said he has a free five-day course tap into your best self and that is on his website and that is tapwithbrad.com. Brad, thank you so much for being my guest today. It's a great way to start off 2024. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate this opportunity. Richardson and the Brain Performance Center, we want to thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear more episodes like this, visit us on iTunes, Google Play, Toginet, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and thebrainperformancecenter.com. It's the Fitness Minute.